Hey everybody, welcome back this week as we walk through the Word together. And as we walk out this truth, we discover that life is produced in us and also in other people. We are walking with one another, growing together to see the life of Christ continue to manifest and birth in us and then to see it spread outside of the walls of our houses and our church building. All right, I, I want to talk to the kids for a second. Hey kids, how many of you guys, the most excited you are is for tonight because you get to hold candles. Any kids in the room just pumped to hold a can? Oh, you got, yeah, we got candles and we got glow sticks, right? So I want to tell you, my, my kids, that's all they talked about when you were like, I'm so excited for tonight. Tonight, is it the night we get to hold fire? And I know you're so excited, but I don't want to be one of those memes, you know, where we send back and forth, like, hey, check this Christmas Eve service out where they burn the place down, you know what I mean? And I know that. But so, hey, kids, have so much fun. But when you hold up that candle, make sure you don't put it in somebody's hair, okay? Because that people got hairspray and it's really, really flammable. So I know you've seen all those, those videos. Man, as I was thinking about tonight, I'm very excited to share about a beautiful night. This is one of my favorite nights. And if you're a conspiracy theorist, you love those videos like me. It's, I love those, but I see all these videos of like, oh, don't you know that Christmas is really a pagan holiday? You know, have you seen those? It's really actually true. Did you know this night, Saturnalia, is to be the darkest night of the year. And the earliest church actually chose this night to celebrate the birth of light that entered the darkness of the world. And they chose it on purpose. They repurposed what the world had thought that they captured. And so if you've been captured by conspiracy, I invite you into the light of the kingdom that you've been set absolutely free to celebrate on the darkest night, the joy and the light that has been shown into our hearts through the person and the baby Jesus, which we celebrate tonight. When you grew up as a kid, did you go out or did you find where your parents stashed the presents? Anybody? Come on now. Come on now. Oh yeah, we did it. I, I warned my kids. I said, if you go down there and you look, we're taking them all back. You know, just threatened. You didn't go down there, did you? No, not a chance. But you know, like as, I don't know if you as a kid, like you went around the tree and you picked up those presents that you saw your name on it and you shook them. You wanted to figure out what was inside. Can you imagine never opening up those presents, but only looking at the beautiful wrapping? Can you imagine what that would be like? I think so many of us and so many people never understand the gift and the reason we have such gratitude. They stare at the wrapping, but they never open it up to see the present. But here's the reality of the present that we've received in Jesus Christ and his presence of the Holy Spirit, which is gifted to us as we're going to talk about tonight. If you don't understand that you haven't yet figured out all that that gift means, you're still looking at the wrapping paper. He's so much more than we could think or imagine. Have you ever got a gift for Christmas and you've never got to the end of the function of what it could do and what it could be and what it was to you? That's the present that we've been given in the person of Jesus today. Here's what I want you to hear today. 
William read it so well. Great job, man. You're a gifted young man, and God's going to use you in profound ways. He says, to you is born. To you was given. To you, to you, to you, to you, to you, to you, Lester, to you, Christy, to you, Elise, to you, Brett, to you. Eight hundred years before that, Isaiah prophesied and said, To us, a child is born, unto us a son is given, the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called. Listen to this wonderful. The present you've gotten is wonderful. The present you've gotten is a counselor. The present you got is a mighty God. The present you've got is the everlasting Father. The present you got is the Prince of Peace. To you. To you. Have you gotten to the end of what that really means? Prince of Peace? I haven't scratched the surface. His names identify what he's actually going to be to us. Wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. I don't know if you have weird um, rituals for Christmas. What are traditions? Sorry, that's the word. I'm like, you got a weird ritual for Christmas? It's, we take out the... Never mind. <laughs> It's the darkest night of the year, you know, everybody? Yeah. It's real weird at my house. <laughs> Shannon was telling me the story as we were thinking about, like, Christmas traditions. And I feel like the tradition she had was, like, both kind of wonderful and, like, maybe the most disappointing thing I've ever heard. Her dad, and I, I would love for you to share that. You want to share it at all? Okay, I'll, I'll share it. was just like, we don't have a lot of traditions in my house. We just don't. We just hang with you guys, and it's awesome. We celebrate. But one of the traditions her family had was her dad would wrap the biggest present they got, no matter what it was, no matter the value of it, the biggest present that they got was wrapped and put out with no name on it. So you didn't know who was going to get the biggest present of the year. So you would go, all the kids would run over there, right? And they would like imagine what it could be. And then he would, what? He would like declare that it is so-and-so's. And then they would open up the biggest present of the day and get that present while the others looked on. And you had three other brothers and sisters and they looked on while in great disappointment, I guess. All right? I don't know why he would do that. I feel like I would be so angry because I'm so competitive. I'm a competitive person, you know? And if my brother Josh would have got the biggest present, I'm like, you know what? This is ridiculous. I'm actually going to bed. I'm not even coming back down today. Anybody else? I know some of y'all did that too on Christmas Day. You're like, I feel left out. My brother and sister got more than me. I'm just, I'm out of here, you know? I get it. But tonight I want to remind you and I want to extend to you the gift that was offered. Listen, listen, listen. To you. It's to you. And I think some of us, it's very easy to look on to others and say, that great big present is for them. But if you are here and you're saying that, I just want to hear you hear the word is to you. Oh, you heard it. Somebody's hearing it. 
is to you. That's freedom in your life right now. I know some of you are experiencing the freedom, the power of God right now. It's relief. It's to you. Hear it, listen to you. So this is what Jesus said. Now I want to focus our attention to something you've never, never heard on a Christmas Eve night like tonight. I want to talk about this gift that is to you, that Jesus said was going to be to you. After Jesus' death and resurrection, he stayed about 40 days and he was telling everybody about the kingdom and what was coming. And so this is what happens in Acts chapter one. He tells his disciples, about 120 people that had followed him, and he said this, don't leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift that he has promised. Don't leave Jerusalem until the gift comes to you. And as I told you before, John baptized with water, but in just a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. The gift that was offered through Jesus, through God the Father, is the very presence of his spirit. His Holy Spirit is the gift, listen, that is to you. And here's what's going to result of the gift that comes to you. And Jesus says, and you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses. Something's going to compel you outward, forward, beyond where you are. You're going to be my witnesses telling people about me. Listen, everywhere. In Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. The Holy Spirit comes and empowers them to move as he moves. Now listen to this. Think about who's in that room for a second. Think about the people, part of that 120 that are sitting there in that room that night. You got Thomas who was doubting. You remember that guy? He was sitting in the room. He's like, hey, listen, I know all the stuff that Jesus said, but I watched him crucified. Unless he shows back up and shows me those scars, <laughs> bump that guy, you know? Any doubters in the room? Pessimist? Nah, that's what I thought. No, we're all optimists in this room. Come on now. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah. yeah, thanks, thanks, Peyton, it's cool. <laughs> I know, that's not true. <laughs> but you, yeah, Dad, I appreciate it. We're just going to have a little fun here today, you know? Yeah, it's good. But you think, think about these guys in the room, man. Think about Thomas, the doubter. Have you ever been, felt the shame that you're a doubter? Think about the other guys in the room. Peter, and he denied Jesus, man. Absolutely, in the time of Jesus' greatest need, he was like, I don't even know that guy. <laughs> Anybody not been a loyal friend in the room? Peter's in the room. Jesus shows up and goes, hey, guess what? I'm going to gift you my presence as a gift, listen, to you. Not because of you. Listen, oh, not because of you, to you. Because of me, Jesus said, to you. This is why we celebrate Jesus today. Because it's to you, not because of you. It's because of him to you. So this is what happened. The Holy Spirit shows up. Power of tongues comes down upon them. 
They are moved in great power. They hit the streets and all of a sudden they're talking in weird languages and people are like, man, look at these drunk people. They are wild. And then Peter stands up. It says he's filled with the power of the spirit. And here's what he says. In the last days, God will pour out my spirit upon all people. And he's reading from Joel. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, listen, I will pour out my spirit even on my servants, listen to this, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. That was radical verbiage of that day. And I will cause wonders in the heavens above and signs in the earth below, blood and fire, clouds of smoke. Then the sun will become dark and the moon will turn to red blood. And before that great and glorious day of the Lord arrives, but here, listen to this, but everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved everyone, everyone, to you, to you, everyone, it's available, not because of you, it's to you, it's because of Jesus, the one we celebrate today, it can be to you, the gift is to you, but I've never seen this, I've read it a thousand times, and I've always stopped at that verse, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved, but if you read the sermon that Peter begins to speak out to these people, he then begins to describe to them who this name really is. And he begins to unpack their ideas of who they thought the name was. And he leads them down to this part of the passage where he says, so let everyone in Israel know for certain, listen to this, that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified to be both Lord and Messiah. There is a name that we call to, to be saved. He is the authority of heaven and earth, and he is the Lord and the Messiah, and his name is Jesus. It says that they were pierced to the heart when they heard this reality because they had crucified this Jesus. And they said, what do we do? If you have not called to the name you have not received the gift of his presence. Tonight, you can. Anyone who would call on his name will be saved to you, not because of you, because of Jesus. To you, not because of you, because of Jesus, whom we celebrate today. This is what Peter told them. Do you wanna know what to do? Each of you, if you want this, to you, repent of your sin. Repent means turn another direction. Away from your search to become whole. Away from your search to fill the void or to fix the void. Listen, to fill the void or to fix the void? Are you striving away from rules? Turn back. Are you striving toward the rules? Turn back. Turn to him. And be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. 
There is a name by which we are saved through faith. This not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. This promise or this gift to you is to you, to your children, and listen, and to those far away, all who have been called by the Lord our God, to you. Are you far away? It's to you too. Do you have people far away in your life? It's to them too. To you, this day is born. And this gift, this gift, listen, listen, this gift, you can never get to the end of the discovery of how wonderful and awesome the gift is. He's wonderful. He's your counselor. He's the mighty God. He's the everlasting Father. He's your Prince of Peace. And tonight is the night we celebrate this gift that has come to us, that is to you. Would you bow your heads with me tonight? And here's what I want to do. I want to just give a personal time of prayer for a moment. What's he spoken to you tonight? Has he reminded you of something? It's been a beautiful gift to you. Just right there, would you just express what it would be like to receive that amazing gift that was under the tree? Like a little kid, when you unwrap it, it's like, oh my goodness, this is better than I thought. Tell him about it. Express to him the emotion of that gift that is free to you. Thank you, God. Now I want to take a move, and I want to ask, if you are with your family, would you gather your family, and would one or two or all of you have just a moment where you thank the Lord together for the gift of his presence to you and to your children. If you're not with your family, would you just, families, would you look around? Would you bring someone into your family? And would you just have a time of prayer together as family? For just a moment, we're going to gather families, circle up. This might be weird for you. Just tell them thank you.
we sing that again, oh come. darkest night of the year, we celebrate this light. Born as a baby, crucified as a man, risen as our Savior, and reigning eternal today. This is our declaration and our joy that we sing with great thanksgiving today. Let's celebrate today this light that shines in our hearts and spreads even today to the world. after this we would love to talk more about what that means and that step forward and if he has then we go with this assurance that you have the gift of his presence and you go with his power to be his witnesses not just here but everywhere we go and father today gathered together in this room unified in your spirit we say thank you so much for coming and for gifting us with your presence, for making us the very temple of your spirit, oh God. Send us from this place and send us to those who need your light in a dark time. I pray that your love will pour from us like a river of living water, oh God. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. We celebrate you, King Jesus. Amen and amen. Y'all are dismissed. Hug three people before you leave them.